This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome to another edition of the Evan Roberts Podcast. I wouldn't call this an instant reaction. I would call this a day-to-let-it-marinate podcast concerning what's going on with Jimmy Butler and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Quick story you probably know already. Uh, Shams was the first to report that Jimmy Butler, after his meeting with the Timberwolves and Coach Tom Thibodeau, requested a trade to one of three teams. One Between one and three teams was the report that Shams had. And I jokingly tweeted, okay, the Knicks, the Nets, and who else? And that was before I knew that it actually was the Knicks, the Nets, and the Clippers, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. So I have brought in what I like to call the net crew, Mike Baseglia, who produces Moose and the Taz on the CBS Sports Network. And Billy, I don't know what the hell you do here. What do you do here, Billy? Sports Minutes. Oh, you do? You those glorious Sports Minutes, Boomer and John Feinstein? You're, you're responsible for them? Wednesday through Friday, that's my job. So everybody listening, if you love those Sports Minutes, thank Billy. There you go. And yeah. Biseglia, thank him for Taz and the Moose. He put that show together. Oh, yeah. A lot of time spent and hours putting it together. But what makes these guys more valuable, not their jobs, it's the fact that they're real net fans. Okay? Real. Real net fans. And, you know, we basically talk about the team every day. I wanted to avoid our opinions on the Butler situation until we talked about it on this podcast. Okay. I will start off by saying this. All right? My first reaction when I heard that Butler said Knicks, Nets, Clippers was positive in that it always feels good to be wanted. It feels good to be loved. So before we even break down Butler the player and what I'd give up, I admit, I don't know if you felt this way, I was just happy to be loved by Jimmy Butler. Think about where this team was three years ago. Awful state. No draft picks. No no player. No players to really sink your teeth into. Sean Marks, Kenny Atkinson take over. Now all of a sudden, look what happens over the next couple of years. We're a destination. That was my for instance. one guy so far. So far, okay. But let's let's just be fair. Kevin no, Durant hasn't no, said no. he wants to come here. You're right. No, I understand. But Jimmy Butler wasn't saying this two three years ago. Well, why is he saying this? Because that was the other thing I started asking myself. Okay, well, why did Jimmy Butler name the three teams, the Brooklyn Nets, the New York Knicks, and the L.A. Clippers? Well, market's important to him. Clearly. I know it's not the Knicks per se, but in his view, I think there has been a culture change. I think that Marks and Atkinson have established that, and he sees this as a place where this is not a short-term goal for him. He can be here for a long time. There's going to be a culture set in that this is about winning. We're going to play hard. And there's probably been a sense that he's talked to other dudes, other guys, other stars behind the scenes. Wait a second. Maybe this is a place. Here's the problem. All right. You said it's about winning. If it's about winning, he's not naming the Knicks, the Nets, and the Clippers. I'm sorry. It's just not. And we could talk about what the Nets have done to their culture. The Knicks five minutes ago started saying, hey, we're not going to trade assets. We're doing this the right way. We're building for the future. The Knicks are a destination to win because Jimmy Butler named the New York Knicks. 
I guess in the in the in the sense they're not, but I'm looking from the net perspective. Yeah, I think there is a long term view that this is a winning franchise. I think there is, but here's my problem because there's a lot of negative thoughts that popped into my head about this. Jimmy Butler, based on the teams he said, is showing you it's about market size, it's about star power, it's about being the the guy. It's not necessarily about winning. Because if it was about winning and he wanted to go to L.A., wouldn't he say the Lakers? They have a guy named LeBron James on that team. No, there clearly is part of it that's ego, and he wants to be the man. I mean, he wants to be the star. And here's the problem. Here's the problem. I think Jimmy Butler is a good basketball player, very good basketball player. I do not think he's good enough to be the top guy on a championship team. No, I agree with that. No, probably not. When it, when it gets back to the winning, the winning side of things, it would make sense from a Clipper and a Nets standpoint because both those teams have cap space next so year. So do the Knicks, though. They do. Yeah, the Knicks do as well. All three teams have the ability to sign a max free agent. If I'm not mistaken, the Nets one. and the Clippers can sign two. The Knicks can sign one. Well, that's my point. Okay. That's, my, that's, that's my, fair. That's my point. Because if you got, if you look at it from a Nick perspective, you've got Porzingis coming off a major injury. Sure. I mean, we don't even know if he's going to play this year, let alone be the same when he comes back. So if he goes to the Knicks, you're banking on what? Kevin Knox? All his salary is going to be eaten up. You know, they're not, they're not getting anybody else. I, honestly... I don't think the Knicks are a factor in this because, and I'm giving the Knicks credit here. This is not a knock at the Knicks. I believe Steve Mills and Scott Perry, when they both said the other day at that season ticket event, we're not taking shortcuts. We're not going to trade draft picks or young assets for guys that we can sign as a free agent. Plus, the way they're built as compared to the Clippers and the Nets, they are in a worse position than the other two teams to make a deal that doesn't harm their future. What I mean by that is, could they trade for Jimmy Butler? They could, but they would have to make a deal that would damage them much more than it would damage the Clippers or the Nets. The Knicks would have to trade a first-round pick. They'd have to. They'd have to. Or they'd have to trade Kevin Knox. Which they're, they're not, not trade. Do. Of course they're not. not. Happening. And Frank Nilakina is always a name thrown out there. I don't think Frank Nilakina is getting it done. No, I don't think it, it's – no, not good enough. So if you're – and obviously salary-wise, Courtney Lee I think would be a nice fit with Coach Thibodeau. Tim Hardaway wouldn't be the worst fit. But those guys are more salary pieces than they are the meat of the deal. Well, look at Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract. That's what I'm saying. You don't, if you're in Minnesota, you don't want that back. I mean, he's a nice player. But you know what? For Minnesota, they're capped out anyway. And I think that Coach Thibodeau wants to win. So if he trades Butler, because right now the early reports are he's hesitant to do it. He's hesitant to do it because he wants to win. They won 47 games last year. They're in a very tough conference. And his ass is in the jackpot. Is that mm. the phrase? His ass is in the jackpot. <laughs> he's got to win. So I think they would probably be looking at a deal that helps them in the now. Hardaway can do that, but they're not getting other young players back that would make the deal worth it. And I believe the Knicks. I, I don't believe, and there are some Knicks fans that think this, that Dolan's just going to step in, be a buffoon, and give the Timberwolves whatever they want. I don't believe that's the case. I actually buy what the Knicks are saying. If you were the um, the T Wolves, would you trade Butler to the Bulls for uh, marketing done? And <laughs> that's, a, that's, a fun, that's a funny point. And what's his face, Levine? <laughs> yes, I. Oh, amazing how we were all ripping that trade, and now in retrospect, you're like, wow, Chicago really made out on that. D- deal. But doesn't that scare you though? By the way, how about this? well, that's where I'm, I'm, I'm going next. Is you don't know when you deal a guy. It could turn into a package like that. Paul George terrifying. trade. Look at yeah, the Paul George Paul trade. George. All those trades from last year, everybody was ripping, and it ended up being the reverse. You're right with Oladipo and the Pacers. Yeah. What a steal for them. I mean, they, they found themselves a top 20 NBA player. I'll be curious if the Nets are involved in this trade and they are looking for a deal because mm-hmm. we've not seen this Nets team in a position where they're trading and taking on a star. The only trades we've seen from them right. are salary dump type deals, and trying to accumulate draft pick type deals, 
but how they would go about actually trading for a star back and their mindset on negotiating. I think it's fascinating. And as we sit here today, I think there's a better than 50-50 shot they they get him. I really do. Well, I mean, I you, actually believe that. You and odds makers agree also. Well, did you see the odds? Yeah, I did see the odds. It's close, though. I mean, the latest odds that came out has him favored to stay with Minnesota, which makes sense. They're the incumbents. And Tom Thibodeau could simply say, what, no. you find something funny? No, just like just thinking of Team Photo Day with them all together <laughs> after the, the drama well, that, that happened with Wiggins. Like, I, I just know. can't imagine well, them that, hugging and being buddy-buddy for that Team That leads photo me to day. believe something. When's media day? Tuesday, right? It's coming up, yeah. That's why that he's leads gone, me to believe man. something could happen quick. I don't think he stays. No, I think there's too much other BS around these guys. I think gone. they'll eventually trade him, but Thibs is not, or Tibbs. Do people call him Tibbs or Thibs? I don't know the correct answer. I've Whatever. been debating that for years. Tom Thibbs. Tom Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Yeah, I'm not giving him a nickname. He's not my coach. But I basically think that as of now, he's going to hesitate. He's not going to want to give in to these demands. But that's a part of my worry about Jimmy Butler, the player, and Jimmy Butler, the person. Carl Anthony, forget Andrew Wiggins, because I think Andrew Wiggins is a clown. His brother's a clown, all that. Carl Anthony Towns is one of the young players in the NBA I'd want to build around. And there's issues between Jimmy Butler and Carl Anthony Towns. And there's internet rumors that involves, you know. <laughs> just rumors. Sex. Not between them, but just craziness that's going on. All right? So I don't know well, if that's true. That'd be something. <laughs> right. But there's also issues, obviously, between Jimmy Butler and Andrew Wiggins, which is different. Now, if it's that Jimmy is so demanding of his teammates, you can say, well, that's a great thing. But it can also be a bad thing if you bring him into a locker room with young players like the Nets that he's going to rub everybody the wrong way. Yeah, you don't know. I he is an interesting guy from that respect. Is is he going the one way where he's hardcore, plays hard, everybody respects him, or is he uh, a d bag that no one wants to be with and he's hurting people? I don't know. I think only time will answer that. And unfortunately, that's, that's you have to take a calculated risk if you're the Nets uh, with the young guys there. We saw they didn't want you know Dwight Howard around people. And I'm not saying uh, Jimmy's anything like that, but if it's a smaller version of it, it's trouble. It's big trouble. And the other thing that worries me about Butler, the player is his age, the minutes that he's played, and not necessarily the max contract. I've heard people over the last 24 hours, not just Net fans, but people in general say, Jimmy Butler is not a max contract guy. Now, my counter to that is if you look around this league, most of the guys do not fit their contract. Correct. Alan Crabb doesn't fit his contract. Correct. Yeah, I would say Butler's more of a max deal than, <laughs> than Crabb. And I tell you what, I don't, someone like Otto Porter Jr. right now exactly. doesn't right. fit that contract. That's right. why I don't get crazy about is he a max or is he not a max? I look more at the years and say, okay, he's going to be 30. Not next year. I think it's the year after when the contract begins, he's going to be 30, if I'm not mistaken. He just turned 29. I looked that up actually uh, before. So he will just turn 30 upon the beginning of the new contract. Correct. That's next year. Next year. You're going to have him between 29 to 34, 35. And you've got to ask yourself, not what was he, but what's he going to be? Is he going to be that same guy for those four or five years. And because of the way Tom Thibodeau runs his players into the ground, look what's happened to Joe Kim Noah. Not saying he's going to be Joe Kim Noah, but it's in the back of my mind. I'm a little worried about that. Hmm. Well, you didn't think of that? Billy. I didn't think of that. Get your head out of the sand. <laughs> I, right. I, that, that doesn't worry what? me. What? I, I wouldn't be worried you about that. You wouldn't be worried about no, that? I don't, I don't think he's going to start. He's going to be in his 30s, bro. You know what? Modern medicine, Jimmy Butler will be <laughs> fine. Yeah, I'll and with Atkinson, he'll play 28 minutes okay, a night. I'll this? take the calculated risk because the Nets championship window would be in the early 30s. First of all, I haven't <laughs> said I wouldn't take the risk. I'm giving you negatives about Jimmy Butler. Of course, I haven't told you what I would do yet. 
I'll let you know later what I would do. I have a go ahead. All right. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of negative that comes with him. Hurt, hurt, certainly him potentially being a D bag. I mean, that Thanks kind of worries quotes. you. We have a roster <laughs> filled with young players, Jared Allen, D'Angelo Russell, and I don't think those guys would go back to Minnesota. So there, I think, especially not Jared Allen. So, well, well, let's get to that because that is the the biggest thing in well, this. I, I just opened up a whole deal. new can of worms here. The biggest thing in this is the package back. Now we kind of broke down the Knicks real quick that for the Knicks to make a deal for him, they'd have to give up guys that Joe Beningo, who's walking in, would not give up. Joe's not giving up what the Timberwolves would want, and no. he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's smart. He's not like most Knicks fans. Number one picks. Exactly. Well, that's what it would take. Is, and not putting my team over the top. And you and guess what, bro? And you know this. They'd have to. And that's why they shouldn't do it. It's not even a debate with the Knicks, in my opinion. I would not even touch it. Yeah, we're doing Nets podcast. You want to jump in, Joe, or not really? <laughs> but he exemplifies why, to me, the Knicks aren't a factor in this. Say one more time. The only three Net fans. I know. We're the three in the building. That's why we talk about it. We had a moment last week where there was like eight of us. Oh yeah, because it was some new guy who was a Net fan. Yeah, it was. It was kind of crazy. I didn't like that he was anyway. You didn't like what? Wearing the Nets jersey your second day at work. A little tacky. Wow. Who was this guy? With the fire Murray? <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. But a little tacky, <laughs> right? Wow, but Segley's got an issue Second day guy, you're coming in. Jersey. He was wearing like a Dr. Yeah. J throw. Nah, Vince Carter. Vince Carter. That's, I mean, it's okay. I, I know, but I feel like you're trying to impress everybody. Right. Over time, things you, let So you think he was trying to impress happen. you by wearing a Vince Carter jersey? I think he was, yeah. I think he was trying to impress everybody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nets jersey. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm being silly. He was a nice kid. He was right, a good fine. job. I'm just joking. The point is the Knicks are not trading for Jimmy Butler because they'd have to give up things that they shouldn't want to give up, yeah. and there's no question about that. To me with the Nets, here's my uh, – Well, yeah, Courtney Lee, Tim Hardaway, <laughs> fine. Like Moutier, too. <laughs> <You're> generous. <laughs> Guess what, bro? Ain't getting it done. I understand. I understand. Kevin Knox in the number one. You doing that? No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Is Noah still on the roster? Joe Kim Noah is still on the roster as of this recording. Maybe Thibodeau wants him back. He can revive his career. Make the salaries work. Joe Kim Noah, here's the thing. If you put Joe Kim Noah in the deal, then you'd have to give up even more for Jimmy Butler because you're making them take on this absurd contract. No, I know. I was joking. That's not going to happen either. Of course you will. Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee would be the guys you'd move. The problem is if you're Minnesota. Don't do it. It's okay, but you're going to need something young and attractive back as well. No, and they're not, and they're not going to. See, with the Nets, here's the way I look at it. I made a list in my head. Jared Allen, I'm not trading. Zero. No, no shot. Way. I'm not trading him. I've decided he's my guy. Completely. Not moving yeah. him. No way. Okay. Can't touch him. The Jared, Brook- Allen, Jared Allen, untouchable. Right. LeBron. Brooklyn. <laughs> he's not LeBron, but no, he's. Not for LeBron. For LeBron. Well, for yeah. Durant. All right. That's, yeah. that's touchable. Yeah. 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 Damn right. Yeah, we, can t- we can touch Kate. The Brooklyn Nets number one pick. I don't care if they put as much protection on it like you're sleeping with somebody. I'm not dealing that pick. All right. Yeah. But you the, like that. How about the Nugget pick? That's an I consider pick. moving the Nugget pick in the right deal. Okay. I am not moving my own pick. It's okay. done. It's not happening. In fact, I have already decided in my head for the next five years they can't trade their own first round pick. I don't they can't think they do would. it. You can do it for the right piece. I am so scarred. Oh, I'm saying if for the right trade. Well, what is the right? Trade? I don't know what the right what trade is. Kevin Durant. If the right trade is out so there, and there's. If it's something like that, yeah, you move the well, pick. Here's, here's an example. Here's saying, an example. You can't say, be so stubborn to say, I'm not trading it for five years. Say, well, realistically, and then there's Clay somebody Thompson on the table you want. Clay, that's when you, yeah, that's when you do it. He's a free agent. No, but I'm saying that's No, that's I'm still do. not you doing have, it. Yeah, but, oh. but he's I a free why, agent. I will, I, get closer to the mic, Joe. I can't hear you. When Clay Thompson, you trade Clay Thompson. I, I'm, I can't believe I'm involved. Yeah, you're involved in the Nets podcast, eh? You trade Clay Thompson. See, Clay Thompson used to be in a second fiddle where he is. 
I don't know where he is. And right now, he's the third guy on that team. Right now, you put him on a team where he's looked to be the number one guy on the team? I don't know. Well, got to keep that in mind. I value him a lot. He's a very I'm a player, big fan right? of him. Is he a guy putting you over the top by himself? I, I, don't think I so. would sign Clay Thompson. Yeah, I'd so max Clay Thompson. I'm not giving up. Yeah, I'm not starved for winning. No, I. Oh, I, I, I absolutely would trade a one for Clay. He's a free agent at the end of the year. I'm just saying in a hypothetical sense. I'm absolutely for winning. Wait, wait. I'm absolutely. What teams are root for? The Mets, the Jets, the Knicks. The Rangers, he's thought for winning. Yeah, but Basegli is a fan of the Nets, the Mets. Oh, and the Giants, right? The Giants. Nah, forget it. You're not that star. Yeah, but I, I've. No, I like oh. the Mets and Jets. Oh, you're a Jet fan yeah. too? Yeah. All right. yeah. Billy's like my. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, you, know what? I'm like you. you could say. I'm yeah. <laughs> but the Nets are my number one, though. Number one. The Nets. Are I'm they really? Basketball, basketball guy. How did you become a Nets fan, Jason? He's Van Horn. <laughs> Keith Van Horn made guy. you a Nets fan. That was my guy. Really? Was, yeah. That was Keith my guy. Van Horn almost made me not a Nets fan. My, no, I'm I know. Just I know. Oh, you he don't had like a couple him. good you games. Like he was big against <laughs> the Pacers. Game games. five, five against the Pacers. He showed up. No, I he understand. had like twenty nine in that game. He had his moments. Oh, absolutely. Right. No, I know. Like because kid, Kenyon, RJ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they moved him. Lucius. And they moved him the following year for Dikembe Mutombo in an attempt to get that big to deal with Shaquille O'Neal, who they never saw in the finals. Right, he never played. Well, they also didn't face the Lakers in the finals. Well, they didn't get that shot. on the court. They played uh, Collins the whole time. Right, right. Nah, I mean, it turned out to be kind of one of those wasted deals where it really didn't make an impact for either team. No. But I'm not trading Jared Allen. I'm not trading my own first-round pick. Okay. I'm iffy about Levert. I'm very iffy about Karis Levert. I go back and forth about it because he's cheap. He's controllable. He showed a lot last year when he played point guard. Now, am I going to make Karis Levert the holdup if I can bring in Jimmy Butler? I don't know. I'm very mixed about it. Hollis Jefferson, ideal. Yes. He's a restricted free agent at the end of the year anyway, and they were talking about dealing him last year as it was. I agree. Even the drafts. Yeah. I would deal Hollis Jefferson. Do you are agreeing with me so far? I'm 100% with you. The pick, we can maybe not as Wait, much, well, hold on a second. Are you dealing the Nets' first-round pick? Mm, Come on. Really the first round pick. You can't do it. I'm debating it. Thank you. He understands. If you have the Nugget pick back, the and you're going to make a move to be a playoff team? Lottery probably this year. If they get Butler, they won't be in the lottery though. Well, that's my not. well. That's the point. You're going to be a playoff team. The pick's going to be 18 to 22, and you have a pick that's going to be around it's, 12. You know what it is. You know what it is. And maybe this isn't the right attitude to have. I'm just scarred from I, this. I completely that understand. I can't. That. The first time they have their pick, I can't deal it. You know what I mean? You want to do it two years from now? You probably can convince me, but not now. You can't, you can't trade it. As long as do it doesn't it. go to the Celtics. I'm okay with <laughs> Actually, speaking of, speaking of which, uh, uh, the all-famous Tyler Bett, big Celtic fan, on Twitter yesterday, wouldn't be surprised if Ainge swoops in with a couple assets. Uh, I mean, nothing would I surprise mean, me because but the no, Celtics but, have that but, ability. My, my sure. is, I'm sick of the Celtics. But, like, but, enough. But, but Jimmy <laughs> Butler. Phil Russell era. Yeah, they'd be really be sick of it. <laughs> or even the Bird era. He weren't even there for that. I, the That's Celtics. The the <laughs> Butler that, oh. Butler has made it. See what Jimmy Butler's done, and Kyrie Irving tried it and it didn't work. See when Kyrie right. Irving said, "Thank you, Joe, for uh, chiming in." You're the best, my friend. Thank, thank you very much. <laughs> he does it. I really don't. No, yeah, when, I know. when the well, Nets are in, the, well, that's the problem. That I don't. That is kind of the problem. problem. Yeah. I it's true. Like this bastion of greatness. No, they stink too. But <laughs> the but the point is, if we want you, hate the Yankees. And their fans, and at least here's yeah. the difference. Your fans, see, one thing about your fans. We're going to have a lot of them, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you live in the, your fan base lives in the real world. 
My fan base okay. doesn't live. They, they got this delusion in their minds that this team is like this. He's true. What, are we kidding ourselves? Nah, he's right. See, at least you admit it, though. Well, admit it. No, I mean, he's bro, right on about it. I've been right watching on. this team for 50-something years. We admit they're a disaster. Every A lot of Knicks fans don't say that. The every, new every, age Knicks fans, for some reason, don't have that attitude. Joe's right on about it. That's why I don't dislike Joe's fandom of the Knicks. There are other Knicks fans. I want to just, you know. Poke myself in the eye. Every NBA song. player that slightly becomes available, they're going to the garden. Right. LeBron's going there. to the Who garden. Goes there? Nobody wants Durant's to come there. Going to, Everybody yeah. wants to go there to kill the Knicks. Right. Nobody wants to go there to play for the Knicks. Right. Well, now you got Jimmy Butler wanting to go there. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> exactly. All right, thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. See, we got insight from a Knicks fan during this whole Jimmy Butler thing. But, see, the Knicks don't have the young assets to deal. The Clippers don't have the pick to deal. Interesting. The Clippers pick this season is going to the Celtics, one through fourteen protected. And you don't want to give up. Well, you don't want to give up Tobias Harris, do you? Are they, oh, they're gonna have to. I mean, see, that's the other thing when you talk about what the Knicks can do. I think the Clippers are a main threat here for Butler because I think they're motivated to get him. I think they view Butler and Kawhi Leonard teaming up the there. The Kawhi factor. The Kawhi Big. factor. And Big. Tobias Harris is a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah. Okay, so I think would they move Tobias and Boban and something, maybe Patrick Beverly? I think they would. It comes down to Minnesota. If Minnesota's going to want to pick back, the Nets have the edge. Not my pick, but the, the Denver pick. pick. Which, at the end of the day, fellas, I probably would move in this deal. The Denver pick. The Den- Yes. See, now the thing is, though, is if, if the Clippers gave up a haul like that, Tobias Harris, Patrick Beverly. Right. Jimmy Butler knows that this is a lost season. He knows he's going there I mean, to team the up. Right. Well, but and that's the big factor here. Let's be honest. A part of why you want to trade for Jimmy Butler is the, mm-hmm. is the idea that he's going to bring other stars with him. Well, that gives mm-hmm. that's my whole take on this. That's the only reason me, you want him? Me and Mike, well, me and Mike were talking about this, you know, an hour ago. Right. What were now, I understand we have assets that we probably don't want to get rid of that we're hesitant, blah, blah, blah. You know, um, but me and Mike were talking about this. What's what are the two big names that we heard linked to the Nets? Summer of nineteen. Um, Kawhi. Kawhi. Well, three. Cool. Kawhi, Kyrie, Don't. Jimmy Butler. Oh, okay. Knowing the history, we're probably probably if we if we go into the offseason with nobody. There's probably a good chance we don't get any of them. I think that's a very fair point. So, I think the odds are high they won't end up with anybody so if they don't acquire very something. High. Right, you have Butler on that roster. There's a chance you're going to get one of the are other you, guys to come. But uh, I agree with that. And it I increases, think the, and, then, and, then, and then you're in the game. You're in the game. I agree that it increases the odds. If right now, let's say the odds, if the Nets have nobody, the odds of getting a max free agent is, let's say, 20%. Is that too high, you think? 20% or lower? Should we make it lower? That's about right. Th- think about this. Okay. So... We obviously know we obviously could agree that the Pacers probably won the Paul George trade, but for now, for now, but look what happened. Paul George stayed in Oklahoma yes. City. No one thought that. So that's why so we don't know how it works out we for don't Oklahoma know how it works City. Out. And you got a bunch of people up in Toronto. Oh, we could convince Kawhi to stay. We got Kyle Lowry. We Maybe. got Valanciunas. We got you know right. I mean, Maybe. They're, they're they're not they're not sending them off to LA right now. So I'm saying if we get Jimmy Butler, well, Jimmy's going to stay if they get him. If they right because right. you can't make that deal without the the. Uh, Assurance that he's 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 sticking around. Uh, no, absolutely. Or I else think you're, what's the point? When Butler's agents float out the leak, because that's what it is, he'll sign extensions with Knicks, Nets, Clippers. Right. That's his way of forcing himself there. I was trying to get to this earlier. Kyrie tried that; it didn't work because he had no leverage. He was signed for another year. Jimmy Butler's a free agent at the end of the year. You talk about the Celtics going after him. Even though the Celtics want to win right now, they're going to want the security that he's going to stay. If he is saying. I'm only extending with Brooklyn, the Knicks, and the Clippers. That's going to drive other teams away. 
and another team would have to take a big risk on making that deal. So I, I'm under the belief Butler would stay, but I'll go with this. Right now, the odds of the Nets attracting a free agent without anybody being here is 20%. If they acquire Butler, I think it goes up to 50 to 60%. Maybe higher. Yeah, you get a Clay, you get a Kyrie. Kyrie is probably the guy. You I don't know if it's Clay. I, I love Clay. I, I, I'm I, not then, saying what I prefer. Right. I'm saying what I think. What do you then think is the package that would get That's another. Jimmy Butler to Brooklyn? What's the realistic package that I, they would want in return? I think that Carol Fareed obviously are in the deal. One of them, maybe both of them. I got to figure out what's, the financials. What's the um, stipulation with dealing Fareed because he was just. That, I, think, I don't think uh, he's a rules of that? another player. I'm not sure. I, yeah, I think I you're think he right. I think traded straight up. I think you're I think right. Okay. But Carroll makes $15.4 million. Okay. He has got that perfect contract to send back. Yeah, another guy who's, and I wouldn't eliminate this, is Alan Crabb, only because Crabb is signed this year and next year. And remember, Thibodeau's trying to win. Mm-hmm. Crabb's not a bad player. Is he overpaid? Sure, he's overpaid. Can he help the Minnesota Timberwolves? Yeah, I think he can. Guy's an excellent three point shooter. I don't think that's nuts. Uh, I think they're going to want Levert. I think they're going to want the Nets pick. I don't know where their interest is going to be in D'Angelo Russell, but my, my here's my rule. If I'm trading Russell, I'll consider it for this reason. The Nets are going to have to renounce his rights anyway at the end of the year to have the ability to sign two max free agents. The truth is D'Angelo Russell's probably done with this team at the end of the year. Agreed. Unless they don't get any free agents and they crawl back and get him back, which well, is possible. Because he's he's a restricted free agent. So Correct. You could, you could get if, him back. If no, all, but they're going to re, they're going to renounce his no, rights. I'm saying, I'm saying don't do that unless you have assurances from other guys. I'm not sure timing-wise if they're able to do that. They may have really? to renounce his I rights. I think yeah. if all things go right for the Nets this year, Russell's not on the roster. Okay, how about this? Interesting. That's interesting. Okay, but just the point you just made, the way it might not work timing-wise with renouncing of the rights, that's why you get Jimmy Butler now. So you trade Russell. I would trade Russell in a second for Butler. If, Like you said, Butler's sticking around for the year, I, yes. I he's would, signing the extension, yes. Well, he's going to. I'm not worried about that. I don't think his agent's Be, leaking out. He's signing with the Nets to then not sign with the because Nets. Because if it, in theory, if you're trading Russell for Butler, you're making the swap that you probably would in free agency the next year anyway. You're 100% that's right. What, that's what would happen. No, I think you're right. If you're going for then the other Max guy, Russell's not part of your future. That's where I'm moving into your area because last night, I, this is why this is very different than an instant reaction. I've thought about this now yeah. for a bit. And by a bit, I mean 12 hours. I mean, it hasn't been three days or anything. And my first reaction is, I'm not trading Russell. I'm not trading any picks. I'm not trading anybody. Unless you hand them to me, I don't want them. And even though I've got major concerns about Butler as a player, I do. I have a lot of concerns about him. I also understand the value of acquiring a talent like that, not just for the short term, but for the long term, and understand that there is a deal that I'd be willing to stomach and make. And I've moved into the area where I would deal with Russell because you nailed it with your comment, Viseglia. If things go the way the Nets want in free agency, he's gone. They're going to they're gonna have to renounce his rights. The assets they're building around is not really D'Angelo Russell. It's really Levert, Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. That's really what we're talking about here. Right, and that's why Not even Jefferson. They're going to deal him, too. He's a restricted free agent as well. And that's why the first thing you said was the two guys you didn't want to trade were those two names. Those are the guys that you're building around. Right. And, and, and obviously the picks, too. Musso, we'll see what he becomes. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't that, know anything about him yet. And from a Minnesota perspective, I wouldn't. that's why I would rather have a Levert or an Allen than somebody like a D'Angelo Russell because he, he's gone. He's not going to. You're not going to. No, they, they'd have his rights to bring him back if they want. That's up to them. Though. Ugh. 
See, I don't, I don't think Minnesota. What are you doing? I, you know, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I don't, I don't think we get Jimmy Butler if Karis LeVert's not included. (sighs) You got to give up either. You have to give up something to. Uh, Dude, I just said Denver's first round pick. I said Damari Carroll, who, by the way, would help the Timberwolves. He proved this year that he is a tough, gritty player. His time in Toronto was not a good fit, and he could still ball. Well, and that's the thing. See, the Minnesota Timberwolves last year won 47 games, right? They're doing it with a very good head coach. They're doing it with an elite player that I'd want to build around in Carl Anthony Towns. Andrew Wiggins, who has a lot of talent despite being a complete head case. They won 47 games in the Western Conference. Okay, you put that in the Eastern Conference and winning 55 games. They are not trading Jimmy Butler to blow it up, in my opinion. They'd be trading Jimmy Butler to try to win. So while I agree they'd want Karis LeVert, a guy like Damari Carroll is not just an expiring contract to the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's a guy that can help them. No, definitely. And isn't that really what they're trying to do as well? And Butler missed a handful of games last year as well, and they still won the 47 games. He did. Yeah, you, you know, obviously injuries happen to every team, but you add him back to the roster for as many games as missed, you probably get another five wins on the ring. You're probably in the 50, 50 win range. So I'll throw a few deals at you, and you tell me if you guys would do it. Okay. Lavert, Russell, Lavert, Russell, and Damari Carroll. You making that trade? Mike, but you want to wait on that, Billy? Damari Carroll. I don't want to give up on Russell just yet. I'm just saying, would you make the trade or not make the trade? Yes, I make the trade. You're both making that trade? Yeah. I'm not making that trade. I'm I'm, I'm not. I say no. All right. Uh, That that makes it easier because I was going to say D'Angelo. Okay. D'Angelo Russell. (laughs) Maybe ended with that. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Well, I didn't think you guys would say yes. I really, I really don't. Want, I love D'Angelo Russell, though. I really don't want to say yes to that. I'm really hesitant. But if you want my answer, it's it would be yes. You know, you well, could think of a b- lot to give up, though. It's a lot, but yeah. I mean, you are talking about a four-time All Star. Yep. You are talking about, like you said, the ability to turn that into also Kyrie Irving, because I, I don't know if Kyrie's leaving Boston. I still find it really hard to believe that he would. But you are in play for another big free agent if you have Jimmy Butler on your roster. You're much more in play that way than by not doing anything. And that's, that, I mean, that, that, that's, my, that's my big point. But if this is all of this is contingent on him coming here with an extension signed. He's going to come here with an extension signed. Stop paper. worrying about that. Right, I'm just well, saying. It can't be pen to paper, though. It's going to have to be a at the end of the season. Something. Just, it would be a verbal welcome agreement. Welcome to being the eighth seed. That's where that gets you. Wait, this season? Yeah. You're probably the eight seed, seven seed. Are you trading for Jimmy Butler? If I told you right now, Nets get Jimmy Butler, and they are not getting Ky- they're not getting any other free agent. Kyrie stays in Boston. Kawhi goes to the Clippers. Clay stays in Golden State. Ba 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 ba. Are you ma- Are you still making the deal? Well, let's figure. Damari, that's an ex- that's a he was in the what? trade, right? So he was going to be gone anyway. I don't think they're bringing him back. So then you're looking at the two in the trade. It's Russell and Karras. Yeah. Um, You're building around Jimmy Butler, Jared Allen, Joe Harris, Alan Crabb, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, who then maybe you re-sign at the end of the year. Yeah, I still make the, I still make the deal because I look at it like Carroll's gone anyway. Russell's not part of the long-term future. You gave up on Levert, which thinks. Do you? Um, here's the other thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Don't, Jump don't, in. No, no need to. All right. Here's here's a potential trade, and I and and I I think this has gotten overlooked because we didn't mention this yet. Uh, Thibodeau wants to win. Yeah. Okay, so we already established Damari Carroll can help them win. They want young pieces, right? Yeah. You're right. Okay. I'm listening. So you give him Carroll. Yeah. This, this might seem like a lot. Would you give Carroll, Lavert, Rondé, keep your picks, throw in Dinwiddie, 
Boom. Oh, my God. So you're giving up Spencer Dinwiddie, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, Karis LeVert, and Damari Carroll for Jimmy Butler? Right. I don't know if I'm doing that either. But you're keeping your picks. I ended, I, I, that's great. So you'd, that's be, fantastic. you'd be essentially trading probably the pick for Dinwiddie. Probably something back. Well, well, I mean, they, I mean yeah. that, that wouldn't work salary. Yeah, we're forgetting that I'm sure there'll be pieces coming back. I'm not sure who. When you look at the net roster, Damari Carroll's a free agent at the end of the year. He's probably gone. Kenneth Fareed's a free agent at the end of the year. He's probably gone. D'Angelo Russell's a restricted free agent at the end of the year. Basegli is right. If things in free agency go the way you want, he's probably gone. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson is a restricted free agent. He's probably gone. Oh. De- Spencer Dinwiddie, who's got this great contract, is a true free agent at the end of the year. There's a good chance he's probably he's gone. Yeah, so when you look at the core of this roster, the guys from a contract standpoint that are controllable, you are really only talking about Jared Allen, Karis Levert, and then you throw in Joe Harris, Allen Crabb. It's really Levert and Allen as the crew you're building around. All right, so how about this? So what if what if a scenario where you keep both Allen and Levert, but you give up the pick? That's where, uh, which one? The Alice. Denver one? No, no I'm, not, I'm not giving up my pick. I'm not doing it. It's a very fascinating See, this is... 365 days for the Nets. <laughs> uh, is it? it? Well. Wait, to, for free agency for to just, find to out what the hell the happens? Fran- just where the franchise is. Well, because you know, it, because it's they have so many players that are in the final years of their deals. They're looking at getting these big free agents with max money, where they came from. They're just in a... Um, a good problem considering where they were, but it's it, to me it's an interesting next year that's about to happen. Well, I think roster. Marks has done a very good job collecting all of these somewhat valuable young assets while having no first round picks, none, none of your own. Yeah. And I think that what he's done, even though it hasn't translated into forty five wins or anything like that, has been impressive. I think if they keep this team together and don't make a deal, I think they've got a chance to win thirty five games. Now, is that amazing? Are we having a party for that? Probably not, but you are seeing the improvement. I think really where it's going to be interesting is what's next. Because at some point, you have to start winning. At some point, all this patience has to turn into something. They have a lot of young guys that they've collected that are free agents at the end of the year that could be gone. Was all of this done? They talk about culture change. Was all of this done to attract two free agents? If that's the case, then what's the difference between now and eight years ago? Because that's what they tried to do then. So I don't know the answer because Sean Marks has kind of held things close to the vest. I'm not sure where what he's thinking, but I think he's going to be aggressive for Jimmy Butler. I don't think the Knicks are. I think he I, is, and it wouldn't surprise me if they got him. And I brought this up earlier in the podcast, but I am just dying to see what kind of moves, what kind of mindset they have in this deal because they the, yeah, this management has not seen true. anything like this and how they have uh, been operating the last right. couple of years. It's been we are bottom feeders. We will take on bad contracts. We will acquire assets. Now, all right, we're going to play the opposite role. We're going to be coming from the other side. Let's see how they deal. Because so far, Marx has been the one that said, Oof, oh, they got the nugget pick. They took advantage of them. Right. Oh, they got the Raptor pick. They took advantage of them. Let's see if uh, they're the ones that t- are taken advantage of. This is what I think he wants to do, what Chum Marx is going to try to push. And I'm not saying it's going to get it done, but I think this is the deal that he's going to try to make. He's going to try to deal the Denver pick. He's going to try to deal Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, Damari Carroll slash Kenneth Fareed. Not sure if it needs to be both or one or, mm-hmm. or what, but one of those contracts and Spencer Dinwiddie. I think that's the deal that he's oh. going to try to make. Yeah. No, Dinwiddie. That deal would be great. No, of course it would be. That'd be a great deal. Yeah, I mean, you my should, first reaction was like, <laughs> love it. <laughs> Minnesota didn't accept it there, oh, buddy. You'll convince him. You're very persuasive. <laughs> I mean, my first reaction to that was, hey, can we do this now? Yeah, right. Oh, I agree with you. I mean, 
I agree with you, and I, but I think that's what March is going to try to do because if Butler's people are really telling other teams he's not re-signing, it's only Brooklyn, the Knicks, and the Clippers, then his only competition, there's two things you're competing with if you're Sean Marks, the Los Angeles Clippers and Minnesota keeping him. That's your competition. This deal has to be done by next week. I'm telling you, those guys cannot be in the same room together. This thing is done in he's, Minnesota. He's got a point about it's that. It's not repairable. And that's another thing that works for the Nets. It really comes down to, in Tom Thibodeau's mind, is that deal that I just told you, is that deal better or worse than the Clippers offering basically a deal packaged around Tobias Harris? With no picks. Because the first first-round pick the Clippers can deal, if I'm not mistaken, is 2022. Now, they could offer that. But if you're the Timberwolves, you're thinking 2022. Okay. Well, I mean, ha- ha- hang on. You're, he, Jimmy Butler would be under the assumption that Kawhi is definitely going there. I don't know that. Well, I mean. That's a big what-if game for the Clippers, though. That's, that's a lot. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're that's talking a, about, I'm sorry, you're talking about Jimmy Butler would go to the Clippers right. with that thought. Now, But now if you're the Clippers, you're gutting out whatever they have on that team. You're, well, it's gutted out anyway. Harris is a free agent at the end of the year. Right. But you're going all in on free agency, too. But you're also in the West. I, I Well, that's up to Butler. I mean, if I'm Jimmy Butler and I care a little bit about winning, my list is literally, it, it doesn't include any Western Conference team. Right. Because Why would I want to go there? Oh, so much easier in the East. You of only have three teams to deal with. Bro, he was on a Timberwolves team that was so talented. They won 47 games. He comes to the Eastern Conference. He joins this net team. They're going to win 40 easily. They'll be in the playoffs without breaking a sweat. That's after what he had to deal with last year. They barely made the playoffs last year. Did you see the the tweet from Woj that the Clippers are are his reported? Yes. Well, isn't he from L.A.? Is that where he's from? Something like that. I think so. I have no idea. Well, look, here's here's my thing. Yes. So if if his list is L.A., Knicks, Nets, right, because that's what was being reported, my whole theory is that that would even give the Nets a better chance to get him because they don't send him to his number one preferred destination. They send him to his third. Well, and also, <laughs> if you're the Timberwolves, you want him out of the Western Conference, I would think. I think that's got to be a motivation. Sure. I mean, why are you helping another Western Conference team? He's actually from Texas, Jimmy Butler. Right. But I think he lives in L.A. Okay. I think that's the connection. It's a nice that, place to live. Not, every NBA player wants to live there. I, I really think that Sean Marks will be aggressive in this. And I think there is a 50. I, I think it's 60-40 they get him. I really do. So you're over 50. Wow. Yeah. 50. I, I think, and that's not saying I would do it. I mean, it's all dependent on the deal, as I think we've pointed out for the last half hour. It's dependent on what's in the deal. But I think Marks wants to win. I think he wants to be aggressive. And I think he'll sell it as we're not skipping a step. Because that's the whole thing. Well, you said you're not skipping steps. And he'd say, we're not skipping a step. We're acquiring a really talented player. With assets that they've acquired over the over the past couple of exactly. years. Exactly. I mean, if you deal right. Hollis Jefferson, Dinwiddie, Denver's number one, and Carroll for him, I would knock him. I'd be very happy. I'd oh say, my. fine, bring him in. And I have concerns about Butler, and I'd still say it's worth it, bring him in. Lawrence Frank. You know, he's a net guy. He'll do the right thing with the <laughs> Lawrence Clippers. Frank? Well, he's running the Clippers. I know, but what's that going to do? He's going to let... You know what? The Nets need some winning. All right, before Screw we it. go, let's end it on this. Opening night, Jimmy Butler is on what team, Biseglia? Clippers. Okay. Billy, opening night, what team is Jimmy Butler on? Nets. Really? So you're yeah. with me. I've convinced yeah. you. Yeah. All right, I fellas. Love Clay Thompson. I, I understand. I love Clay Thompson, too. I just said I don't want to give up my pick. <laughs> I want to thank Joe Beningo for his special appearance on the podcast. Billy, yeah. Mike, uh, you never know when we'll be back talking Nets. But thank you for listening to this edition of the Evan Roberts Podcast.